for more information about this episode, you just got to check out the autobiography, which is White, Confused, Black, and Christian, the autobiography of Larry Ife. Um, either version will work. I think the explicit version goes into more detail about me and my kids and baby mamas or the, the, the my my kids' mothers and relationships and love and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, just check out the autobiography. Either version will work. And that will give you the info about this episode. All right. This is the introduction. The rest of the episode is about to begin now. Hey, my name is Larry Ife, and this is episode 105. It is called Have My Baby. <laughs> uh, this episode here is going to probably make me look like shit, but I don't really care. Well, I do care, but I don't care. Um... Because, once again, this process I keep talking about is where you're just being real and open and honest. And it is what it is. So, this call had my baby because, for me, um, I'll probably give about three main reasons why I wanted a female to have my baby. Um, the, the, first, the first reason would be this. There's, I was actually in love. There are feelings there that were both physical and there are feelings there that were like love. Um, if you remember me going through the whole adoption thing and trying to be black, trying to be white, I was very confused by a lot of different shit. And um, I didn't take time to focus on, you know, getting myself straight first. But at the same time, I'm still a human. I still want love. I still want a family. I still want to express affection. And what would happen is I would just go ahead and express my love Um to, you know, you act, you make love. Hell, you have sex. You get together with somebody. And I was very irresponsible in that way, but I didn't, I'm not saying I didn't care. Well, yeah, I didn't really care because that's the only way I knew how to express love with a female was through sex and through, um, shit, sex, really. I mean, uh, I wasn't a very good provider, uh, in the early years, or I guess the, Jeez Louise. <laughs> well, I guess now either. Um, but really back then I wasn't. But those things, I didn't, once again, your view matters. And my view on kids was, hey, uh, if they come, they come, you know. Uh, I, I love the mother. She gets pregnant. She just gets pregnant. And I just want to, and I'll, and I'll be with her. Um, so, once again, love and attraction, love and physical attraction were, was, was one main reason why I wanted someone to have my baby. Just an expression of love, and I love and babies are kind of relaxing. I mean, they're they, they cost a little bit of money as they get older, but um, when they're young, they're relaxing, they're cute, they're funny, they're fat, and you don't think about you know that eventually they're gonna grow up, become older, and um, want shoes that cost four hundred dollars and shit like that, <laughs> and you gotta pay for college, which costs like eighty thousand dollars a year. Um, I wasn't thinking that far ahead; I was thinking day to day, so. Once again, love and attraction, that was probably one of the main reasons. The other main reason is, and I really hate to say this one, but it is our current um, system of welfare or whatever you want to call that, uh, family aid. And and, and I'm going to be a hypocrite because I took advantage of that situation, the welfare system or family aid system. And at the same time, I am going to be one of those people that is interested in turning that whole thing around because it's kind of... It's really thrown off and fucked up. It really is messed up. A messed up system um, had good intentions, but it created a certain mentality. So here's the mentality it created. 
and that I took advantage of. And now I have to make, I'm going to be working on changing it. Like I said, the mentality I had was, okay, we have a baby. Um, in some situations, it's like, okay, we have a baby, you know, it's not a big deal because, you know, we can, I, I've seen people that were like, okay, well, all we got to do is apply for food stamps. All we got to do is apply for Section 8 to get help with rent. You know, food stamps can help with, help with um, uh, food. Um, all we got to do is apply for such and such. You know what I'm saying? That's the mentality that I have to help break. Um, I was a part of that mentality. And like I said, in several situations, I was like, shit. Okay, if I'm up there, just, you know, do what you got to do. Um, once again, it's an awful way, it's an awful mentality to have. But when you see it so much around you sometimes, and especially in certain segments of, of society where you grow up like that, that's all you see. I, I hear that all the time. A lot of people, a lot of people do that. Oh, man. Just, just, um, well, shoot. Like, you hear, matter of fact, you hear a lot of females saying it. You know, I, I'm the mama and the daddy. I don't need you. Shoot, I pay my own bills here. So I take care of my, I take care of me and my baby. And a lot of times what they're saying is, hey, I went down, down to the state and the state's my baby daddy. You know, they're taking care of my food. They're taking care of my bills in the wintertime. They're taking care of my rent. Um, and once again, uh, I, I, I told you up front in the, in the introduction, I would probably look like shit at this episode. But once again, I'm not tripping. Um, gotta wake up sometime. Uh, so, yeah. I took advantage of that system completely. And it's horrible. So I'm working on changing that. Um, and once again, there are different situations. You could be with a guy, you know, you know, could have a female and a male to get together, have a baby, and they could have every intention of being together. And then maybe like, you know, and, and they're both supporting each other and supporting the family. And then a couple years down the road, something happens and the family breaks up. And then the, the mother typically is left with potentially needing some help and assistance that she gets that from the state. So there's lots of different situations, not just, oh, let's get pregnant, have a baby, and then... Um, you know, the state will take care of it. It's not always that simple and and intentional. All right, the last thing I wanted to say, the last point is simply connection. Um, there's a connection. As I got older, even though I didn't have um, relationships with my kids, it's still just in a weird way, it felt good to be connected to Somebody to some families, and for me especially, it, it, it felt good to have a blood connection to black families, to blackness. Um, yeah, that's really just a connection. Every but every single person on this planet wants a connection. They're looking for a connection um, to a culture, or they're looking for a connection at job. They want to find a reason to be here, a purpose to be here. They want to see something that's theirs. Something that makes them unique. And a child makes you unique. A child depends on you for stuff. Um, a child gives you unconditional love. It, well, you know, the first two years. After that, they kind of get bossy and stuff like that. They kind of get demanding. <laughs> and a little expensive. But, yeah, they, they, they need you. They sit there and they, you know, if they, if they go poop, they got to, they, they got to, and they're uncomfortable. All they got to do is scream and cry a little bit. And they know mommy or dad's going to come, you know, clean them up, wipe their butt, take care of them. They're completely dependent on you. And it's kind of a good feeling, but it's kind of, it can kind of be intimidating at, at the same time. Um, I'm not going to go on a bunny trail and go down that route, but I'm just simply saying, I love the connections. 
And once again, I was once again your view matters because my view was simply focusing on connections with black people. And it was also, like I said, physical connection too, and it was love. But uh I was not thinking about the responsibility aspect of it at all. Well, I was thinking about it, but I didn't really, you know, give a fuck kinda. My mentality was still I was running the streets, I was selling drugs, doing drugs, blah blah blah, blah blah. It's all in the book, I can't go into it right now. But um uh that's my mentality. I look back and, and, and that's why I'm glad that uh, based on the process that I'm using, which is studying the Bible, I'm able to kind of get my shit together a little more now and be able to help my kids more now. And, and I want to try to help the mothers more now and get into all that because that's what life is intended to be like. So I think I'm actually going to wrap this episode up right here because I probably look like a piece of shit already. <laughs> I do not want to dig myself in more of a hole or, or have my five listeners be like, man... I think two of my like nephews and nieces, two of my listeners, I think are nephews and nieces. I don't want them to be like, Uncle Larry's a piece of shit. Um, and I think one of my listeners, at least, is one of my kids' mothers, and she's probably like, Yeah, I knew it. A little, you know, <laughs> no good, such and such. He just wanted me for my ass, you know, or whatever the case may be. And yeah, he wasn't shit. So, yeah, uh, this probably wasn't the best. Um, episode to make if I was in a pick-me-up mode, but it is what it is, um, yeah, that's a wrap, shit, I'm done with this, episode 105 is a wrap, episode 106 is next, and I have no fucking clue what it's gonna be about, well, actually, I know it ain't gonna be about me being a piece of shit no more, I need me a pick-me-up positive episode next, so it's gonna be something cheery and fun and full of rainbows and unicorns and flowers and, you know, good shit like that, so... You won't know until you check it out. So episode 106 is next. Check it out. 105 is a wrap.